the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. 210-308-8867 is the number to call with your gardening question. Or come on by, Millburgers. Do you see? Okay, Jerry, you're the cloud spotter. Is there a cloud in the sky? Do what? Do you see a cloud in the sky? Oh, you're not hearing? No. Oh, that's weird. Okay, there you go. I fixed it? All right. I got you now. Not of course, cl- I can hear without with the new Yeah, with that hearing aid, you don't even need that. Without the hearing earphone. So not a cloud in the sky, right? That's right. Yep. Not a one. And those, those flags just occasionally can't droop, droop down further, far yeah. enough. Yeah. Now, yesterday, they got uh, a workout. They did get a workout. They deserve <laughs> the rest today. You know, I was looking at the wind. Uh, uh, at the airport. Oh, okay. What and they you... said it was in the 40s, uh, 40 miles an hour. I don't doubt it. Which uh, they said uh, is uh, low, is uh, higher than the lowest winds that a, a hurricane is declared. Oh, wow. So it's hurricane yeah. style <laughs> winds. But well, it was it was. I thought of you driving home because... Uh, <laughs> I was uh, tooling down 281 as happy as can be, and all of a sudden, I just feel my, it's, it's like something just <laughs> yeah. literally pushed my car over. It was yeah. like, wow. It, so, almost, it almost pushed me off about three times, oh. 1604. Makes it scary to kind of go on those overpasses. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah that's the ones sure. at the flyovers. If it's not ice, it's high wind. All right, well, 210 308 8867. again. No, it did? How weird. All right, let's see if I can fix it. Two one zero three zero eight. Yeah. Okay. Better? No. Okay. Yeah, it's going in and out. Yeah. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What did you do to me, brother? Hang on. I'm gonna fix it. Talk you hadn't plugged me in yet. No, it's I'm, I'm trying to fix it. Oh, okay. Our 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 crackpot our <laughs> technician. It's okay. I can be the crackpot technician. <laughs> oh, okay. see how this works. Go. Hell, yeah, you, you yeah. got that? That's okay, yeah. what? Oh, it turned you down because you were talking to them. But you, they had a good topic. They wanted to uh, get ideas on how to plant stuff. Uh, she had, uh, the one of the women had a uh, landscape, a new landscape, and the other person was from the north. And so, yeah, it was a pretty interesting uh, discussion, and the questions were and, uh, and, of course, we brought up the plantanswers.com to get a, a lot of the information. 
and the landscape schools, gardening volunteers of South Texas. Mm-hmm. You go to their website every quarter. There's a, oh, they've got a landscape school. Yeah, they may have it in real. This yeah, you think this they'll time. have it uh, in person now? Yeah, is it in person? Yeah. I bet. Oh yeah, I haven't oh, heard. Good. Well, it was. I was trying to remember that they rescheduled the. Of course, I did a couple of the Zooms, <laughs> uh, and then they were going to do it in person, but I don't know if the that new the new uh, version of the COVID if that changed or not. I haven't heard one way or the other. But, uh, I'm I, sure we'll be made aware of it. And now I, I told them it was only one day long, and the, I remember in the old days when we used to do it for like two weeks. So <laughs> the landscape school. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Jerry and I each had a that was, whole that was, day. That was when Calvin would do it, you know. He just hold them in there forever. The lock the, the doors. <laughs> <laughs> Could, couldn't even go out to the restroom. One of the restrooms inside. Maybe they didn't go because well, it was so riveting. <laughs> Jerry had to collect his fifty cents so they could go to the restroom. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or was it? What was it? He was collecting. Was it? 50 cents or what, for yeah, last week or 35 cents. <laughs> oh, yeah, for the uh, he's going to save that person money. No, he wanted he, we, 20. He, I wanted he was at $20. Yeah, yeah, 20%. And the guy had the nerve to come in and went and straight to Calvin. Didn't talk to me, but just talked to Calvin. Calvin I wonder why. Left. Yeah. And didn't leave the money or anything. I was cheaper. I don't play with him. Yeah. I don't know if he did. Uh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Do you, do you notice that Calvin tends to take more time with the attractive-looking ladies that come in here now to talk to him? Do you notice that? I had not noticed that. How long did he talk to those people? As long as they were willing to talk. He talks to everybody the same. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah. I they're was just trying to... They're, they're all attractive. <laughs> Everybody's attractive. <laughs> as I was walking in today... Uh, I was. I always look at the plants when I walk by, and uh, that's good. I was very. Yeah, that's right. I, yeah. uh, sometimes I fall into plants. I know. <laughs> okay. But anyway, I noticed that they had prop you up in the certified <laughs> butterfly garden. And just let you. I noticed that they had Henry Duelberg salvia. Really. And I couldn't believe it. That's Greg Grant's, uh, you know, fine salvia. Yeah, well, I'm kind of... You know, of... he found that on on the grave of Henry Dilber. Oh, okay. And well, the white one, which we don't have, Augusta, was his wife next to him. But who is Henry Dilberg? Well, someone I, who was, I think who was Greg has away. searched that over. Oh, he passed away a long time ago. Maybe in the early 1900s. But anyway, uh, there's a bunch of them, a lot of them, that they've cut them off, and they've re-sprouted, so they're nice, cute little plants now. And I, t- I talking to Trace about them, come to find out that the the uh, landscape department here had bought a, brought them in uh, to put in a landscape that they didn't end up planting. So they had, yeah, so they had extra. several hundred of those things. And so Trace grabbed a hold of them and mm-hmm. cut them back. They were tall plants. And now they're here for sale in gallons 
for eight ninety nine. Mm-hmm. And I got that from Trace, by mm-hmm. the way. Uh, so, uh, and Henry Duberg is a is a tough one to, to show you what it's come back. Yeah, <laughs> from that right there. And uh, when we plant, I plant. I always had some stock plants over at uh, over at one of the growers' locations, and. Uh, uh, we planted them in a in a bed out there, and they're about the only thing that's left. Is uh, after we we kind of neglected the bed with all these freezes and uh, uh, things like that, uh, dry weather, and where we hadn't watered them, yeah, they watered by drip irrigation. But uh, they're back. They're still hanging in there, so they're. One t- well, they grew on Henry's grave for years unknown. Yeah. So anyway, if so, you but we you, don't know who Henry was. Yeah. We I mean, we he's no German. Okay, well that, that's Dilberg. <laughs> oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I think Greg has sent me that information. Okay, it'd be before. interesting to know about the man. Well, yeah. it's, it's interesting because most of the, you know, the salvias are wo- wonderful, those summer salvias, and there's a, yeah. a, a number of them. But most of them are, are just, they're completely dormant, or they're just barely starting to, to live. So a few sprouts. I, was, I got quite a few in my yeah. landscape, and these, these are more serious, ready for action. <laughs> Well, but, but they don't want to expect too much. If the <laughs> weather continues like this, they just they'll they won't start for a while. But come March, they must have a massive root system because they're they're old. I mean, they're they've grown out two or three times. So, uh, but they'll they'll take off. The reason they take off in that container before they take off in the ground is the soil's cold, temperature's cooler. And so, uh, in that t- pot, they warm up faster. According to uh, one website, Henry was a botanical sort and was dabbling in salvia breeding. You know the fun of what? He was not. I'm not going to tell you the which site this is on. Uh oh. Dennis can find it for you. When Mister Mazzai is in my be. <laughs> uh, well, it's 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free eight six six. Is that right? Are that's you what, serious? That's our plan answers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I knew it was in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a botanist, huh? Yeah. Well, we couldn't ever uh, figure out where those savages came from. Yeah, it says because when Mr. Dulberg died. Significantly different. I suppose they planted his handiwork on his grave. Long live Henry. Did Greg write that? I'm thinking Greg wrote that yeah, because yeah. the long live Henry doesn't sound like your style. <laughs> no, no. Uh-uh. But anyway, that's good to know. Yeah. I, I, I need to check on that website more often. <laughs> yeah, it makes me want to be. be uh, I was recommending the, uh, this group here to visit the website. Now the fact that Jerry doesn't know what's on his oh, website yeah. making me a little nervous. Oh, that's the that's the reason I started that website. Yeah. In 1985 was because I wanted to 
catalog everything that I'd written and done and everything that Greg had written and done and, uh, and Calvin, too, all his articles, uh, so that we could have a search engine on there. And, uh, and uh, uh, it makes it you a know, lot. find it. Yeah, find it makes it a lot, a lot easier. Don't remember. Uh, I remember when we started in 85, about 1988, I started pushing Dr. Uh, Dan Lineberger, who was my webmaster at that time, uh, former department head. Uh, who I believe is also mentioned in this article. Is he? No, Ferdinand Lindheimer, oh. sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ferdinand mixed up with Dan? Yeah. <laughs> But sure, anyway, no, that's German, yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, to get a search engine. And he says, no, I don't want to get a search engine on there. That's, that's when we were just getting started. No. And uh, and I told Dr. Lundberg, I said, I'm going to get a search engine if you don't. Because hmm. we've got to be able to find stuff we put on there. And finally he... He came around, and uh, we got a search engine on there, of course, which has progressively improved. <laughs> well, he, uh, it wasn't long before he was oh, yeah, he, one of the best advocates for oh, plan answers. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. He's always been positive. Yeah, he's, he's a pistol. But anyway, he's enjoying retirement now. Um, anyway, I also noticed coming in, that they've got some really pretty blue bonnets for sale out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you might think that it's late to transfer. Well, it's definitely too late to plant seed, especially those seeds that you've had in your refrigerator for 10 years and wondering if you ought to plant those now. Now, what, what would you, would you just hold them till the fall, or would you just go out and... Go ahead and plant those that are in. I think you might well go ahead and plant them. That's a, I kind of think so. Yeah. Now, you, if they're just seed, uh, we store all of our seed in the refrigerator. Right, Milton, in the refrigerator? The stuff in there that yeah, blow your mind. But it, You're losing <laughs> some papers. Oh. Yeah. I got it. You got it? Yeah. Do I need to go to break or are you okay? No, I got it. Okay. Uh, yeah, did it fall? Oh, okay. But of course, yeah, that, that, that does it? make a difference. So, like uh, things like blue bonnets, I guess they they'll store for quite a oh yeah quite a while. Yeah, especially uh, we store store our blue bonnets uh, uh, unscarified. In other words, don't scarify them because that breaks the uh, seed coating. Yeah. It's it's all or nothing after that. Yeah. And so uh, we <laughs> we we just put them raw in there, raw in a refrigerator. So if you've got seed that somebody gave you several years ago, uh, don't plant them now. Okay. Save them till fall. This will come in fall. <clears throat> but if you want to give your honey some uh, for something for Valentine. Which I think is coming up pretty quick, isn't it, Melvin? Like Monday? Like tomorrow. 
What? Yeah. I had it just at 4 o'clock. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. okay. But uh, Who's winning right now? What's the score? Do you <laughs> check on the. It's not 4, it's not four <laughs> o'clock. <laughs> the Spurs have won two games in a row. They've All right. Two, of, two amazing games they've played. <laughs> So nobody, nobody is is going to be watching that because they're going to come over here for the super. No uh, doubt, the ratings will be horrible. <laughs> Superstar uh, sale. Yeah, this the big game sale. I think this is the first time we've ever had that. Is it? No, he's done it before. We had it before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But if you can't come today, tomorrow's your last day to take advantage of the big game sale, which is. Um, Everything except labor and grass. Right. 10% off. <laughs> and remember yes. that even if you don't have a team playing, you yeah. can still be a winner. That just really bothers you, doesn't it? <laughs> well, you know, when you're having a big game sale. The big game? They're, they're one, they're, you would think that you bet on one or the other or, you know, be rewarded if your team won. Yeah, but what if you don't have a team? What if you don't have a dog in the hunt? Well, it doesn't matter when you come to Milburn. Exactly. They should have put that. Even if you don't have a dog in the hunt, you would have gotten that instantly. I understand that. Well, based based on the analysis of the the betting that's going on, Uh-oh, it yeah. doesn't matter if, if you're not cheering for because uh, uh, millions of people are are betting on those those one of those two teams. It's just a kind of kind of an amazing situation. <laughs> That's weird because we have betting plans. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, I'm not going to watch it unless Tom Brady's playing. Back in a moment, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We're taking a break. Quick, 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 Trace. That's okay. So we give you time after this. He you listen to Milberger's Gardens. Well, I don't want you to walk up and then I have to take a break. So we'll take it quick now. And so you. What's that? He wants to get one. He got his one word in. One word in. Oh, he got it. All right. Back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. Texas on, there we go, on 930 AM, the answer. Real quick, uh, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control right here in San Antonio. Been here in San Antonio since 1976, and that's important uh, to know because there are a lot of places that are just coming in, or maybe they're national, uh, and you want to go with the guys that are local. No San Antonio. I've been helping homeowners for a great deal of time. I mean, and Warren knows it all. If you've ever heard Warren on our show, you know he knows bugs and insects and and uh, all kinds of things about getting rid of critters. Uh, he's got the good stuff. Too. He's, uh, he's got the stuff that Jerry likes. He's also uh, <laughs> he'll he'll work with you on what kind of stuff you want, whether it's organic or synthetic. Oh. I know. Well, he's he's. I, I like organic. the fact that he's probably seen every problem that could happen. Yes, that's a good point. And already figured out a way to fix it. Yep, that's a great point. So uh, uh, go with he experience. Your pets too. Go with experience, integrity. <laughs> yep, he does actually. Uh, it's Spider-Man, termite, and pest control. 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721 for Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control, or online at GoSpiderManPest.com. Unless you've, mention, got, unless you've got roach, pet roaches, in which case... I uh, will mention that the good stuff that, that all those organic people don't want to use because of their pets, you know, uh, don't, want to, don't want to kill little Fifi. And so we used to dip 
our dogs, bird dogs, in those chemicals. Did you use mal- malathion, you said? Is oh, that, What yeah. did you dip them in? Yeah. yeah. In a 50-gallon okay. barrel. All right. I don't know. And they would run and run and run and live to be... Uh, Four or five years old. 15 years old. <laughs> well, almost every dip or shampoo now is pyrethrin. Yeah. Which yeah. is organic. Yeah. Used and to be a product, uh, organicide, too, that was a bunch of cooking grade oils that people would. <laughs> Doc huh. smelled good. Don't get me wrong. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm, Rover smells like French fries. Not like French fries. Okay. I told you about dipping the cat in the organ. Uh, I, I want to see you dip a cat. Yeah, huh? Good luck with that. It, you, know. you have to throw them on a screen and then spray it on them. That's the only <laughs> oh, way you no. get something on the cat. We throw them in a 50-gallon drum full of uh, let's, uh, We'll move on. Or do they scream? Uh, uh, the, well, the screaming came later when they had... Uh, Anus uh, in fa- uh, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What's going on, Trace? We mentioned the big game sale. Yes. Uh, so uh, we are open all the way to 5. We're not closing early. Right. So you can get those last-minute uh, table decorations. Yeah, for Valentine's. Plants, uh, and then, yes, Valentine's Day is tomorrow. So, oh, yeah. So if, so you, if you haven't uh, gotten that plant for that special we did we did not a big game sale but don't tell your wife or sweet hungry that you're going to run out tomorrow and get her valentine if my wife if i don't have it for her when she wakes up it doesn't matter yeah, already, yeah it's, it's a little too late if it's not there in the morning that's true all right Been so, there, so open that and then uh, you know Every Valentine likes rodeo tomatoes. They do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm going to say it. But we've got them. The STM 2255. Yep. Uh, which uh, yeah, is touted as being uh, a desirable tomato, which has good taste. Good. Which tastes good. Remember, David Rodriguez said that last time. You know, maybe one of the best. I think he even quoted you, which was fun. Oh, Dr. Jerry Parsons man. said no. this is one of the best tasting no. tomatoes he's ever had. <laughs> well, we in the article, in the flavor. article, we propose that people try their fa- uh, compare their favorite tomatoes. A lot of them yeah. like the tycoon and celebrity. But, yeah, yeah. Compare those to the to the claims made for this this one. And Jerry brought it up that this is one of the few where the um, seed company has uh, has claimed that it's a better, a good tasting tomato. You know what I want to see? I want to see somebody that buys one of every one of the last twenty years rodeo tomatoes. Well, you could. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> and then compare them at the end. Yeah, you maybe, maybe not one, maybe three of each. Yeah, you that could. Way they, there's uh, some trial and error going on. It'll take them a long time to find three of each. Yeah. Or one of each, even. Well, we have Tycoon. We no, can well, actually, we sold them all yesterday. Oh, whoops, they were all sold. Oh, the book so will be coming in not, again. Not this week, but next week, hopefully, there'll be uh, some yeah, But you're talking 25 tomatoes, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of what you could some get. Some of them are Valley Cat, did we ever have that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we got that. Tycoon. At least half of them are still going to be available. Yeah, well, not right this second. So, yeah, right. but, yeah, it's a Tycoon. A exactly. couple, three or four weeks. Once we hit March. Now that one of the one of the factors in taste tests is always how ripe they are. Yeah. So that that's always been an issue. 
yeah. and we've been trying to get a an accurate taste test because mm -hmm. if, if it's a little uh, less ripened, mm -hmm. it usually doesn't taste as good. Yeah. Salt fixes everything. Well, we grow them. Mm -hmm. We grow them in the same field. Have grown them in the same field, and then a uh, hundred plants of each variety. And then we, uh, when we do the taste test, we go out and try to pick the ones that are the same ripeness. I don't when you got that many tomatoes. I don't remember when it was. It was a number of years ago, and you were conducting one of the taste tests, and it was like the third version, and <laughs> and it was it was just a classic one one third one third one yeah, third yeah. And then the next third version of same thing, one-third, one-third, mm -hmm. one-third. And they were different people. I envision Jerry uh, skipping breakfast on that day so that <laughs> he can stomach more tomatoes. <laughs> the funniest funny thing I remember was Dr. Larry Stein, of course, who was in all of the tests. But... Uh, he lo he had he loved this tomato called Florida ninety one I think it was, and uh, it was a beautiful tomato. I mean, just absolutely perfect. Uh, and but it was turned down. Uh, everybody that tasted it said said that it was it tastes bad. It, it, it just broke Doctor Stein's heart. So see, it was number one or two on the taste table. And so when when the people got through with number three or four on the taste tab table and had bad mouthed his tomato, Florida 91, then he would quickly run and put another one at the end of the table, another another, another sample, to hoping to revive, <laughs> retrieve his his favorite tomato. They spit that one out too. Still, yeah. well, the, the, <laughs> it got that that taste testing kind of got revolutionized though in the, the BHN 968, and now now with Ruby Crush because both of those seem to be so consistently yeah. well liked and uh, ripen they ripen quickly so it doesn't matter when you run the test they they are a, a prime yeah. tasting. And so it's hard. It's hard to compare against those two. But just like I tell everybody, this tomato, regardless how some people like it, will never taste as good as the one you ate 40 years ago. Never. Spoken like a true old man. Yeah. Because <laughs> your mama picked them and took prepared them oh. for you 40 years ago. Well, well in mine families. did. I'm not sure about you. <laughs> Yours did? 40 years ago, yeah, my mother would have picked it. Yeah, like, yeah, and prepared it. Yeah. Did you peel them? I don't remember. Are you serious? Yeah, you're right, your mother did. Oh, yeah, she mother. peeled his tomatoes. Yeah. Maybe. He, he was coddled. <laughs> I, I hate my mother... Uh, if they weren't in a TV dinner, she would not have had, well, you anything, quit. had anything to do with the <laughs> tomatoes. That's a big dog. 210-308-8867. Uh, 210-308-8867. Toll free. Up, oh, he's got the slobber jaws. 
Almost big enough for a kid to ride. Yeah. We're admiring your dog. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Or come on by. Again, it's uh, open today till 5, open tomorrow uh, for those last-minute gifts. If uh, you, you can get away with it. Uh, hanging baskets, uh, the uh, geranium hanging baskets are very nice. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't finish my blue bonnet. Oh, sorry. We got nice looking blue bonnets out of here. That if you want to plant a bed for your honey. And uh, this is about the as late as. Whoops, thank you. About as late as you want to plant them. Uh, because the regular blue bonnets that were planted in the fall. Uh, have been making uh, a sea, making a root system yeah. all, all winter. Rosette? Uh, blue bonnet. Yeah, I was just thinking of was that. Yeah. Isn't that how we describe that, that period when they're making that root? Well, they're rosette. They're in a rosette form and a Flat. small plant. Yeah. And just like the weeds are. You're, just like your weeds are, are growing now. Not my larkspur. My larkspur have not, nobody has told them about being rosette. <laughs> they're going They come bus. right up, have, are they blooming yet? No. No. But oh, but there's there are a few that have got buds on there. But yeah, they're, there you go. They're certainly overwhelming the snapdragons. <laughs> but anyway, I think A&M. Uh, Look at here. The, there's a blue bonnet. Yeah. Some of their students <laughs> over there did a comparison of blue bonnet transplants. And to, to see how late you could plant them. And, uh, of course, if you plant them now, uh, the uh, regular blue bonnets in the wild will be bloom, may be blooming by the end of March. And, uh, you know, wild seed farms up in uh, Fredericksburg, they'll have their first uh, opening and uh, promotions. Uh, first week in April, so it's it's closing in on the last time. What'll happen with the these blue bonnets have already got a pretty well developed root system. They're in four and a half inch, and uh, uh, some are four and a half inch and some are four inch. Yeah. Oh, okay. so this one is a four and a half inch, and this one's ladybird. Huh? Oh, it is ladybird. This one is the, oh, okay. the ones oh, okay. on the square pots are just the normal. Yeah, blue bonnet. Traditional. But anyway, the uh, class classic. Some of the seeded stuff that we seeded in the in the fall uh, is already uh, spiking a few few blooms now. A few oh really? Bloom. Yeah. Okay. Not mine. Well, I I don't see. I haven't seen one blue bonnet growing in my yard yet. Okay. Well, but there are always <laughs> there are always some that appear. I just. Uh, yeah. We got another chance of rain coming up on, I think, on Wednesday. Not much. That's what I saw. 20%. What's that? It's what? It's more than 20%. Oh, it's Is like it? 80. Yeah, it's like 20%. It's not going to rain. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll but check anyway, it out. Blue bonnets are, if you want to. I concur if, with you. If you want to rush you. and plant some, put, put them in thick. In other words, put them about, uh, for you to say, put them a foot apart. I put them, if you plant them now, put them six inches apart. Okay. And how much, do you remember how much they are? Well, this, the four and a half, which there's not very many of them, are 299 
and the four inch square are a buck ninety nine. Okay, oh, that's good. Okay, I just wanted to make right. blue bonnets. Get those in. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And, uh, we bought some, and we planted some, and we still have to plant some more. We have some we have not planted yet, but they still look good. They got all the rain on them. The rain froze. It iced over. You were talking about ice being an insulator. Uh, didn't hurt them a bit. They, they, they loved it. So. All right, let's take a quick break while we got an opportunity. 210308. Oh, the website's not coming up. The, the weather uh, website. 210308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The answer right after this. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. I'll tell you about Barry Hagendorf and Deck and Patio Care. Barry's been doing this since the mid-80s, and is Barry is what I call a, a deck and patio wood staining geek. He loves and loves and loves and loves this, uh, and he has studied it. Oh, my goodness. In fact, uh, somebody called me after one of the lives, uh, the, one of the commercials we did about him, and started talking about him and said, you know, Barry's pretty much one of the biggest experts in the country on staining and the right kind of stains and penetration and getting, keeping your wood looking great. So you got them right here in San Antonio. It's that easy. So if you've got a deck and you want it to look new again, it's Deck and Patio Care. Take a look at the website, deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com, because Barry is fond of saying it really can look new again. And, boy, when you see the pictures, you'll know he's absolutely right. 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147 for Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf or online at deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. we got plenty of open phone lines, so call us. Let's talk gardening. Uh, and... Uh, we got people in here looking around. We do. No, it's uh, yeah, it's nice. It's actually in the sun. We're on the porch, so it's a little chilly, but in the sun, it feels great. Yeah, and they've got the uh, some of most of the uh, uh, racks covered, but only half covered, and it's uh, they're uncovered from the west side. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that's kind of neat. But I got some good news. Uh, I was looking at some of the things we need to be doing, and it says to to control uh, annual, uh, I mean, uh, broadleaf weed killer sprays containing 2,4-D, which is our uh, weed-free zone that we always talk about. They never he, he they never mentioned uh, that that's the best one for cool weather. You know, some of the others, I, I think a Roundup is uh, dependent on warmer weather, especially a growing foliage. Well, and the, uh, all the, the, the grass contact uh, herbicides, too, are kind of dependent on the weather. Yeah, that's true. The, uh, basically, I think you could make that comment of, Get the weed-free zone, weed-free zone spray, and spray everything that's green. 
sets up your annual flowers in your lawn. Your lawn should be brown now. Mine is brown. Uh, or it it should and it shouldn't be growing as high as your weeds are growing. Yeah, if you got uh, if you got rescue grass or uh, annual bluegrass, you could have a really green lawn right now. Yeah, yeah. And but that it wouldn't your weed weed free zone wouldn't kill it. Probably not. No. Now you know it's been affected by the cold, though. The re- rescue grasses mm. kind of uh, white. You know the leaves get mm. kind, of, kind of white from the cold. Yeah. It's not a not a, a, a cold uh, resistant I bet weed. If, I bet if you mow it, it'll come back oh, green. Gosh. Oh yeah, yeah. Because if you look even at the bottom of the plants, yeah, it's, it's green, nice and green. Uh, according to. Uh, uh, Regarding that, it says, annual bluegrass and other winter grasses cannot be sprayed at this point. Well, you can spray them, but it won't kill them. Won't hurt them. And that's the good news for my bluegrass. Uh, Mark the calendar uh, to apply pre-emergent granules the first week of September next year to prevent them next time around. Now, uh, as far as I I know, people wouldn't be wanting to control grass burrs, especially our friends out in Wilson County. Isn't that the uh, county grass of Wilson County? Uh, Milton and I are not saying anything. (laughs) Yeah, we still want to... But it's anyway, well received in Wilson yeah. County. You want pre-emergent granules for crabgrass and grass bird will be two weeks prior to the average date of the last killing freeze. I don't know when so that's going to be. <laughs> well, we we do, we always say in uh, in August or by the first of September, don't mm-hmm. we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That works. That seems to work for us. Wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Pre-emergent. Oh, Mar- oh March. Uh, yeah, March. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Uh, the, the winter weeds we do in September. Yeah, right, right. Uh, but anyway, the, uh, and the. Uh, That's the, soon. I, I doubt if, uh, <laughs> I doubt if, uh, I doubt if uh, our. Weed-free zone will take care of uh, crabgrass and gra- our grass burrs. And see, grass burrs—they're kind of dormant now, kind yeah, of well, brown foliage, right? Yeah, they're in the same state as that uh, rescue grass we yeah. talked about. But they're, uh, yeah, they're not—they're not growing and not, nothing new germinating. You know, I've—I've I've planted grass burrs in my lawn. Several several years in a row, and yeah. I just can't get a good stand. I'll be darned. Yeah, maybe some of my people from Wilson County will be uh, bring me some burrs. I guess I could just plant the burrs. I maybe think. they maybe they need to have a design school <laughs> down there. <laughs> Cut ants and uh, <laughs> there you go. But anyway, uh, uh, but uh, that that weed freezer. You know, several weeks ago, I talked about I'd seen my first uh, 
bed straw. Is that what we call it? Bed straw? Show up. And so... Yeah, in my in my neighborhood, it's all around the edges. Yeah, just wait. It's good <laughs> as soon as this weather stabilizes. Yeah, it does not like thirty one degree or thirty two uh-uh. degree weather either. Just like the rescue grass. But I, it just kind of hunkers down, and I, like you say, take the top off. Yeah, of it. and just. But it'll come. Yeah, in two weeks, three weeks, we'll be talking about how much fun it is. To use your rake, and and if you move fast, you can keep it from growing over the top of everything else. But about a month ago, I t- told you I'd seen my first batch of it, and I got I bought some of that uh, weed-free zone and sprayed it on, and uh, it knocked it down severely the first week, first two week that I sprayed it, and a week or two later, it was gone. Ah. I mean, it had melted. And you haven't had any re-sprouting no, yet? I saved some of my weed-free zone in case it did re-sprout, but I must have gotten uh, Hit the a good, perfect good, timing, good, good yeah. cover on it, yeah. But I wouldn't be, I wouldn't probably bet that it's, you're not going to have some come back with this strange weather we've been well, having. Well, thank you, Calvin. I'm getting excited about not having it. I, I, I'm just hoping you're not, but uh, I w- wouldn't... Do you uh, think he's hoping I'm not, Matthew? It doesn't sound like he's hoping I'm not. He's what now? <laughs> hoping that he, I'm not. Milton's, oh, okay. Milton's not following this uh, discussion. Yeah. He's busy daydreaming about something else. But anyway, what, uh, my happy place. I brought, I brought it. <laughs> what, what, what have you been thinking about? Food? <laughs> oh, you got the, one of your uh, yeah, my little sodas, creamy rolls? Yeah, yeah, my little stevia sodas. Huh. But anyway, the neat thing about the Weed Free Zone, it comes in several uh, uh uh, sources, versions, uh, se- yeah. several types. It's got a a hand pump uh, spray uh, spray bottle for small areas, and it's got a larger spray bottle for hosing. For, for lo- and then they've got a hose in, and then they've got the mix that you mix up. And so you're. Uh so I you're thinking, the, you think, you you you're recommending that we go ahead and use it on lawn grass as long as the lawn grass is dormant. Yeah. Well, it's it, it not supposed to kill the lawn grass either. Oh yeah, you're right. It's a broadleaf. Yeah. It, it targeted doesn't, broadleaf. It doesn't kill the lawn grass or Bermuda or anything else. Or even our, our rescue grass and our yeah. annual bluegrass. <laughs> but uh, that's a good product, especially. It's, since this weather is staying sort of cool now, it's going to be more effective than sort of cool. a lot of the other. Well, you want me to give you the weather forecast? It's like a real war- real winter here. You want to take a look at the weather forecast? I can do that real quick. Can you? High today around 65 according to weather.gov. All right. Uh, this evening mostly clear with a low around 38. Tomorrow high near 68. Gusty winds, as high as 20 miles per hour. Mostly clear tomorrow night with a low around 45. Tuesday, sunny, high near 73. Whoa. All right, you go. I know. It's perfect weather. 20% chance of showers on Wednesday with a high near 80. (laughs) 
This does not feel like a San Antonio February. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. 40% chance of showers Wednesday uh, night. Okay. So that 80% is now down to 40. <laughs> don't uh, don't uh, get don't try to apply that. Uh, I don't guess it would hurt, but uh, you want all, all that spray of that uh, uh, weed weed-free. weed-free zone to go on the plants that the target plants. And you can't do that if the wind is blowing real hard. No. <laughs> <laughs> so either wait, do it early in the morning or late in the evening when the wind dies down. That's just a wait. It's not so much that it's going to kill something else, but that's just uh, it won't. You won't get as much on your target foliage as you need to. Need to. 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. And don't forget, David Rodriguez is going to be here next Saturday speaking on spring cleanup and giving you ideas on what to do. This is a free adult seminar, so you just come so on So what is he going to have, a broom or what? I don't know. David has a, a you know, David's David. He could. I don't know if he would do that, though. He doesn't use any ugly words in there, does he? Well, you know, if you want to, come on out and see. I'd well, say. it says adult. I think is it is it, how's it rated? Is it TV thirteen? Probably, probably PG. PG thirteen. Yeah. No, oh. I don't know. I don't think it's even thirteen. No, he okay. should behave in a certain way because we've trained him. Yeah. Harry so, and I have trained him. Well, so but, is that a compliment or is <laughs> well, now, now they're <laughs> going? Oh, I maybe, no, I maybe shouldn't have admitted it. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking. I, I don't. <laughs> The neat thing about David is he was mainly trained in the nurseries Nursery. here in San Antonio. Yeah. And he was, from the time he was able to walk and lift pots, Wow. he, he was working for Grimm's over on San Pedro. I think his, his home house is pretty close to there. Hmm. And so uh, he and his father there worked, uh, worked in the nursery trade before. He, before he was able to. But, um, but yeah, yeah, so David will be speaking. I do not think there will be any. It is not David's style to have a colorful language. Or, no TVMA? No. It'll just be. <laughs> it, but, but I don't think. I think the idea is that kids probably won't enjoy it too much. It'll probably. What? It's probably more for mom and dad. Oh, okay. All right. Or anybody. Spring cleanup to do is going to 10 o'clock till 11.30 <laughs> here in the amphitheater. It's absolutely free. You don't need to sign up. You just come on out and be a part of it. That's next. And then on the 5th, David will be speaking on spring vegetable gardening. There you go. And then on the 25th, we have our 26th. We have our blood drive again. Okay. How good. many weeks has it been? When is that? Two months. Is it, is it eight weeks you can get blood every eight weeks or something? I don't know. I was reading an article that where one person was uh, making $500 a week by giving blood. I thought I, they used to pay for blood. I think they pay $25 for... $25? They, they, don't, they don't pay for blood now. I think just plasma. Plasma, that's oh. what it was. Yeah, yeah. This was. Oh, and he, it was sounded gruesome. I mean, they get, he got a uh, infusion to replace his, his uh, liquid. Mm-hmm. And the plasma went went off, and, mm. <laughs> and he well he got his five hundred dollars and his transfusion, and gave him them the plasma. So, 
Yeah. I understand they they don't do the Bill Miller's chicken coupons anymore because oh, Jerry was man. in there every week trying to get blood. I don't mm. even want to hear about <laughs> it. I can get blood again. It's my blood. You take it. Give me that coupon. What if was, I could get them to use canes? To... <laughs> You'd be in there every other day. Well, your doc- <laughs> doctor would not allow it. Yeah, your doctor would probably put an end to that. You're not supposed to be eating canes, uh, that fried chicken. Yeah, just tell his doctor. His doctor's told him that. He, he's told his doctor otherwise. <laughs> All right, again, 210-308-8867. But all that information is at MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. And uh, you can find out all about the uh, presentations and the blood drive. And then David will be here on April 2nd on Long Care Basics 101. Okay. I've got a few minutes where you have to get caught up with the news. What else you got there? Okay. It's time to plant uh, lettuce, spinach, Carrots from seed, beets from seed, radishes from seed, and kale from seed. Or you can use transplants for those. Now, a lot of people, if you don't have Crawford lettuce seed coming up. English peas would probably work, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But if you don't have uh, Crawford lettuce coming up already, has yours come up? No. Uh, no blue bonnets and uh, no, no, uh, lettuce. no Crawford lettuce. That's weird. And my carrots are almost there's some there, but not not like uh, normal year. Huh. But one thing one thing about lettuce. Lots uh, of turnips. Hmm. Yeah. Except the re- reason I mentioned Crawford lettuce uh, is it doesn't seem to get as bitter as regular lettuce does. Yeah, long lettuce long does. season. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know when we uh, used to do the Steve Brown, and uh, you know it's kind of an afterthought. Yeah. The lettuce was a real tall, and <laughs> we'd yeah. always taste it just yeah. to verify that it was still not bitter. It was good. It was good the lettuce. Crawford lettuce. Hmm. I think it's better than the leaf lettuce, <laughs> uh, and and spinach, of course, never gets bitter. Yeah. I just uh, had another. Wonderful spinach meal uh, last night, yeah. And I think, I'm pretty sure we've got spinach transplants available here. So this is a good time to, to transplant spinach to go into to the, to the, uh, into the spring. The reason uh, the commercial people don't grow lettuce in the spring, or very much lettuce in the spring, is because it, it has a tendency to turn bitter. And it also has a tendency to flower or bolt. So uh, this Crawford lettuce is uh, pretty good about both of those. Of course, you want it to bolt or flower so it'll have seed. Yeah. And uh, then you can just... And, and uh, you're not going to have repeat a bloomer or repeat spinach next year if you don't let it go to seed. I've had a lot of people say, man, that stuff is good. We eat it all. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. We've talked about it a little bit, and I'd love to hear, too, um, I just realized uh, I was going to save it till the top of the hour, but uh, about 10 minutes ago I realized when we were talking about when Valentine's Day was, 
that this is the first anniversary because it was last last year at Valentine's first, Day that we had the, the big freeze, first right? An- oh, yeah, the first anniversary of the freeze. I thought <laughs> yeah. Valentine's Day. I thought, no, well, no, you no. missed something. No, no uh, uh, St. <laughs> Valentine's also the uh, patron saint of bees, by the way, of beekeepers. Oh, that's good. So, yeah. A little so early for don't give your don't give your Valentine bees, <laughs> <laughs> or that would be a nice gift. Yeah, give your honey bees. Ah, okay, thank you. Sounds like a Jerry joke. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty six. Give your honey bees. Give your honey your sweet your Valentine your sweetheart. Not Saint yeah. Valentine is the patron saint of beekeepers. I'm sure you? that's very clever. But I'm uh. sure it is. Okay, you just have to trust me. It's very, very clever. Oh my goodness, is it clever? All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Oh, but I, oh, I remember what's going on with that. I wanted people to call in and uh, with this last freeze, or just talk about what happened, what came back that they didn't expect to, what they've seen. Kind of, you know, we'll reminisce. Uh, Sago palms are certainly. There goes some tomato plants there. All right. Yeah, you know, yesterday we were talking about the sago palms. Yeah, we were. So many that you said that. I just saw one. Kiss a goodbye. I never said that. Did you? Did you? uh, You were also going to. I forgot to take the picture of the. uh, I'll take it tomorrow when I go to work. You have the cyclamen and how they fared. Some people are calling in and y'all are noticing. That what came back, yeah, uh, is turning yellow now. That's what I noticed yeah. on the sagos anyway. Just yeah. the one sago. It's all I noticed it on. But <laughs> you, Calvin confirmed it. You know what it. that means, Melvin? What? Kiss a goodbye. No. Yeah. I, I didn't say it about the sagos the first when time, no, and I refused to say it about the sagos <laughs> this time. When the yell, when the leaves turn, start turning yellow. Yeah. Something's wrong. Well, it has yellow, those, those, yellow streaks in it. The, yeah. Those sago palms, uh, those leaves are pretty well permanent. You know, they, they well, what, what happened firm, last year when they froze? Everybody cut them off. Oh, but they weren't still cut green, off. were they? No, no, no. Okay, they had brown. Yeah, they had brown. up. Okay. And they, they didn't have a chance to turn yellow. Oh. But then now we're getting into warmer some warmer temperatures well, was your theory that it's just it was they didn't have enough time to recover their uh, root system for this well, they, before they the freeze hit again or what they didn't harden off i mean they, they oh. were in the, in the midst of still recovering and rushing some stems mm-hmm. out there the, um, they're not used to hardening yeah. off in their native habitat yeah the, the mexican olive uh, yeah. in our yard mm. with 14, 15 feet tall. That's a shame. And it's do, it's down to nothing now again. Um, <laughs> and then... Uh, it shall uh, return. The viburnum, okay. a little yellowing, but not not much. I, I'm thinking they're all right. Uh, but, they're, but, you know, they're certainly not the, th- the thick, uh, compact plants that they were before the freeze yep. last year. So the question is, you know, what have you noticed... Uh, give us a call, 210-308-8867. I'd still love to hear some reports on cyclamen. Cyclamen, okay. 210-308-8867. you got to promise not to say kiss them goodbye. I'm, people can't take I can that. promise that. you got to promise not to say kiss them. People cannot take that again. you got to promise not to. 
poor woman that called. You just, you just broke her heart. You told her that. First one, you said that. I did. You said it. I did not say it. I'm not going to take credit for it. Just, you can keep badgering me. I did not say it. I was not mean to her. But anyway, uh, but yeah, you can. Uh, Hers came back too. Yeah, I think she did call and say it came back, yeah, despite but, what you told but her. Now it's turning yellow. Uh, be interested to find out if it is turning yellow. You said the Segos in your neighborhood were turning yellow, Calvin. You were noticing the streaks, too? Well, no. No, oh, just me? I, I saw a few, a few have that uh, died. Oh, you know, since the last they, freeze? They, yeah, they put, some, they put some stems out or blades out, and they, the blades did not survive. The, no. But it wasn't just this last week's freeze. It was They were showing the yellowing early. Before that? Yeah. So they were susceptible to um, dying. I, I don't know if it's a general situation or not on that on the Sagos. Well, I hope Milton's not right. Milton but. is grimacing on this end, <laughs> and on the porch. You can't see it. But uh, another, right. another plant that is yeah. surprising to me are the uh, oh the help me on this the the, the deer proof. Uh, Lantana? No, the... Blue Plumbago? Uh, Pass. Things you find in a kitchen. No, things, no, no. Things stop, you, stop, you, stop. Things stop, you eat stop. after night. <laughs> <laughs> one of the... One of the uh, Deer-resistant plants. Deer-resistant uh-huh. plants. That <laughs> blooms yellow, shrub. Is it bloom yellow? It blooms in the winter. Thoralis? No, oh, that's, that's not... That's what I was That's not blooming in the winter. No, Thoralis. Yeah. Thoralis no. is a... Is a the, isn't that the blue... No, no, that's yellow. Yellow. Plumbago is blue. Yeah. Okay, I got no. Oh, Esperanza. No? No. no. Okay, I give up. <laughs> <laughs> It'll there, come there, to it. It doesn't bloom in the winter either, by the way. It's a weeping. It's a weeping. It blooms in the wintertime, yellow blooms, and the deer do not eat it. Oh. Not uh, my. What, what color is Metabolis? Or butterfly the, uh, vine, is it? No. Okay. If you know what Calvin's talking about, it. help him out. 210 <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's about 50% of my neighborhood. Isn't is it like covered, a rose? Is it, it the... And then the other 50 is uh, Queen's Crown. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, uh, Not Cat's Claw. Cat's Claw. 210 somebody a, knows out I there. Have a call, I have a question to give Calvin. Okay. What's your question for Calvin? I know that this, this goes against my buddy. Neil Sperry, but he has always mentioned apply a high phosphate liquid root stimulator to newly transplanted trees and shrubs. Have you ever seen any data that indicates that high phosphate liquid root stimulator does anything to help Newly planted tree. I have well straight in I I haven't, but there's some. Con- I mean, there's some. I think I think you were involved in some uh, d- data that uh, uh, production of uh, some vegetables. Yeah, and things yeah. Where they yeah, where the weather phosphoric acid. Yeah, the weather was part of it, and uh, yeah. fast fast producers and. Yeah. But I, I, in terms Seed, of a tree, I... Yeah, seedlings, it's been proven uh, by research 
that uh, the availability of phosphorus uh, when the plant is trying to develop a root system of Spe vegetable plants. Especially when the soil is cool and yeah. cold. Yeah. It can double and triple yields. They were using uh, spraying the top of it with uh, phosphoric acid uh, to really make sure it had a, a adequate uh, supply. And of course, we proved it here in a bedding plant operation here, where they they uh, acidified the water with uh, phosphoric acid, uh, and they switched because phosphoric acid is expensive. They switched to sulfuric acid, and it all the plants turned yellow and uh, didn't grow as well, and on and on and on. And uh, so they were trying to save some money to switch to uh, sulfuric acid. And that now they have the situation where when the soil temperatures are warm, say, the, uh, beginning the early summer, they can use sulfuric acid to acidify the water that they use to water the plants with. Uh, but they use switch back to... Uh, phosphoric acid when they're growing vegetables and stuff in the cooler temperatures. Well, we always knew that cool, phosphorus is uh, not available in cool temperatures, and so that's uh, that su supports that. But as far as putting it on uh, newly transplanted trees and shrubs, the thing about it is... Uh, when you're dealing with a vegetable plant, you're dealing with a fibrous root system. When you're dealing with uh, transplanted trees and shrubs, uh, they have an established root system, usually, but uh, the, to, to initiate new roots usually takes a considerable amount of time. Now I, I don't that, think that, if you apply the high phosphorus liquid root stimulator immediately after you plant the thing, I don't I don't believe that you'll see a difference. Now, in other words, it, that put gardeners in kind of a tough situation because uh, a lot of uh, nurseries that sell trees mm -hmm. can really push hard on to sell mm -hmm. sell that. Uh, Root stimulator yeah. along with them, and if you, I can, you know, poor gardener can say, well, your your, your horticulturists say it's not going to help, and then and then I can see the look that the horticulturist is going to get. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. we've we've had that those look before, Kevin. Let's go to the phone lines now at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Mark is on the line. Wonder if it's our Mark. Mark, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Mark, are you there? It's a silent Mark. That couldn't be ours. No, that's not our Mark. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, he dropped off. Oh yeah, we're not hearing Mark though. Let's see. Well, this no, let's, let's let's try again. Maybe we, have we put a. a a deal. Oh, 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 I misunderstood. I misunderstood. Wrong so, name? Mark, yeah, no, no, Mark called with an answer to your your uh, question. I thought Mark was on the line. My apologies to Shemaya. 
Uh, Primrose Jasmine? That's it. All right. Thank, Thank you, Mark. Mark. Thank you. We also had another caller who didn't leave their name who said the same thing. So. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for helping Calvin. That should be like a segment of the show. Help Calvin. <laughs> you know what I started to do? I've got I've got some names and pl- plants that I just can't seem to no. to remember. So I've started to keep a little list. And, yeah. Uh, or I, and I've also started to use some of the those uh, that process like Milton uses. You know. Oh, were you weird or, weird memory weird, stuff? Yeah. That, I one of the dogs in the neighborhood that I go by and I've known for years. But I can't seem to remember. Daff, Daffy is his name now. Daffy. I, now I remember it's Daffy Duck, you know. So. Okay. <laughs> or or the uh, those tomatoes, uh, the cats, the cats, mm. Valley Cat. Okay. And uh, the, yeah, the, the fish, my, the fish, the fish for uh, Red Snapper. Yeah, Red Snapper. snapper. <laughs> and then STM twenty two fifty five. That's easy. Yeah, that one for some reason I remember. But what, now t- tell me again, what was my uh, deer-proof plant? Uh, primrose jasmine. Primrose jasmine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Jer- Jeremy, my son, makes fun of me all the time. Aww. And so I just said, just just hang on there, buddy. It's coming. Okay. <laughs> all right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I don't, you know, I don't think that root stimulator is that expensive. I don't think it costs that much. But I just wonder if you could see a significant difference if you well, plant, treated one and yeah, didn't treat the other. I don't, I don't think, you, I absolutely don't think you'd see a difference. The only what I was thinking that maybe somebody in a lab, yeah, could yeah. saw some kind of a small difference uh, somehow, and that they that's how they justified it, a uh, recommendation that way. But I don't I don't think I've ever seen any studies on that on yeah. trees and shrubs. You know, it's not like with a nitrogen fertilizer yeah. you almost immediately see some kind of a response yeah. leaves green up yeah unless they're kiss it goodbye style 210-308-8867 we'll take this uh, little quiet moment to take a break uh right now valley cat valley cat no you remember that that's right and daffy dog uh <laughs> daffy duck <laughs> i know but that's the dog's oh, name daffy so dog daffy yeah. dog All right, 210-308-8867. We'll take a break and come back in just a moment. Uh, You're listening to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. We're broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Newburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Trace is up on the porch with us. Uh, we'll talk to him, but we're still looking for uh, uh, calls from uh, you guys to uh, tell us what's going on in your gardening world. And uh, I was telling him I didn't realize uh, this was the one-year anniversary of the Big Freeze last year. I knew it was around now. Yeah, I thought it was it was the 14th. Uh, but it was how many days? Do you remember? Was it five whole days that it was stayed? Yeah, well, at least... 
Yeah. It was uh, pretty sure we closed lower, for lower five temperatures. Days, six yeah, days. lower temperatures. Yeah. Uh, Dennis made an analysis of uh, how many hours. It was oh, amazing for last total. year in, in yeah. 21? Okay. Amazing total. But um, I noticed that uh, the. Um, now I'll tell you in a minute. We have Bud on the line at 210 308 8867. Hey there, Bud. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Uh, doing pretty good. Good, good. What's going on? Uh, I want to mention a few things, kind of oddity okay. things. Uh, we don't need to Oddities? spend a lot of time on that because I have a uh, the real reason for calling is um, on the use of Roundup. Um, okay. Last February, February 2021, yeah. you know, the, the, the Uri storm with all the snow and ice. I had I had an Indian paint that was standing up beautifully, uh, blooming. Before that, well, it got totally covered up. After the cover went away, the bloom was gone, but the plant was still there and still living. And three days after that, there was another bloom. <laughs> now, what was it? What plant? Indian, Indian paintbrush. Paint. Oh, okay. Yeah, they this, this, they should be coming up pretty soon. This, this was out at the road ditch. Oh, okay. And then also last year, in the hottest parts of July and August, I still had winter rye growing underneath my huh. oak tree. And uh, you've been talking about the bed straw. Well, I, I started seeing bed straw grow over here uh, mid-November last year. Oh. Yeah. And of course, it, it's been there ever ever since, and it's getting ready to really reflourish because <laughs> we're going to get warmer here. Yeah. So anyway, those are oddities that you know maybe somebody find a little interesting. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, Bud, you know how sad this is that uh, a lot of the gardeners that call in here brag about the tomatoes and potatoes and broccoli and that they're growing and you're calling in and bragging about the weeds <laughs> about the uh, yeah. well I, I i guess i'm a strange bird in various ways <laughs> listen uh will roundup kill poison ivy no yes no no Uh-oh. yes no we, we have we have differing opinions here it, 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 well, I thought it was recommended in the, in in the, the fall because that always blew my mind. Why yeah. in the fall? That's where I always used it on my peach orchard, and it seemed to do fine. Yeah, it's, well, right, right, right now my poison ivy bushes—they're all bare, but some of them, some of them are up to three feet tall. Well, they won't. Yeah, it won't do it. They won't do it now. Oh no, no. But what what I'm thinking yeah. is, you know, when they when they uh, in their prime later in the year. As soon, in my mind, as soon as they flush out some new growth, get that cut vine stump killer, cut it down to two inches high, squirt it on that exposed cut, and everything attached is going to die. Huh. Yeah, See, I would, I, I, uh, I would uh, just uh, spray spray the whole plant with with the with the uh, active ingredient cut remedy. Remedy, yeah. Yeah. Because then, yeah. then you don't have to every time. Anybody on my crew or I got near cutting, cutting uh, uh, the uh, poison ivy, 
Yeah, somebody got infected with no, this. No, so you're... <laughs> the doctors loved it. Uh, yeah. The, um, the, the reason for the question was uh, this poison ivy is underneath great big old oak tree limbs. In fact, the limbs in some places, they're touching the ground. And whatever I spray underneath those branches... I want to be sure it's not going to do anything to the oak tree roots. Yeah, it probably wouldn't, but it's you're you're probably right. You do you don't want to take a chance. And then you I mean, use this, uh, use uh, traces technique. Yeah, cut cut them off at the main where they go into the ground. Yeah, it, it's a and problem. That approach has a problem too. There's just so darn many of them in there. And I'm, I'm highly allergic to the poison ivy. Poison oak never bothers me, but poison Find ivy. Find you a group of Boy Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they'd be out there for at least four hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd be Maybe shocked what a kid will do for some there's, money. There's, there's that many uh, poison ivy. They get a merit badge. Yeah. The poison ivy merit badge. <laughs> well, okay. Okay, thanks, bud. Bye, bud. Yeah. Good questions. Thanks, yeah, thanks, thanks for, for the, the, uh, the the insights, too. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. One of the things that we were talking about was uh, sago palms, and I was noticing one in my neighborhood that went away but came back, uh, but now has yellow, and Jerry's saying kiss it goodbye. The, the leaves are yellow. I, I, I sure hope he didn't say that. He did. He, that's what he says. I told Milton he I said it say was, it. He said it was gone because it shouldn't be yellowing. He said last year. Do you remember whether? I don't remember if they fell. Just they just browned and fell, or they no they yellowed. They yellowed, browned, and then okay. Then you had to cut them off. Okay. And then still a lot of them came back. Most, okay. Most of them came back. Yeah. But suppose their leaves are yellowing now. Well, because we got cold about two weeks ago. Yeah, that's not that cold. Well, I. My understanding is 20 degrees, and, and it we, got to and 20. We got, we got a little below 20 here. Yeah, it got to uh, it got to 20, 21, I think, last week. So yeah. it just yellowed the leaves. Huh? Yeah, uh, I got like three or four in the back, and we covered them, but they, but all my little ones that were covered better and, and protected better, perfectly I th- green. I think oh, that, good. I think that's consistent with how so many plants are really so susceptible, you know, they were they kind of recovered, covered, sent out those sprouts. Yeah, it's got new growth. Yeah, lime, my lime and lemons got, they were, I thought they were really covered well, but they still defoliated again. And then uh, some of the other plants, including the sago palm, did the same thing. <laughs> I have a question about uh, the recovering uh uh, citrus, okay, that we talk about all the time, and when you, when your citrus froze down, as most of them did, and it's come back with a thorny, rapid growth on it, and we say, well, that's not the true satsuma that you bought. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the rootstock, sour orange, and and that you should uh, that you should remove it. Now, do you, if you just cut it off at the ground, it'll reach proud again. So do you, do you use a cut vine and stump killer on that? 
part oh. that, the new growth that you did you catch all on? that no so he wants to know if you notice you have sour orange and thorns uh, and, and it's thorns and you don't want it we tell people you know it's like you said yesterday it's just a trash yeah how do you get rid of it because if you cut it down at the, at the ground it'll come back up and yeah, well, cut vine stump. Okay. Or uh, dig it up. Yeah, It'd be you tough to you, dig you, up. You might be able to girdle it, or you know, run something around the the base of it to where it doesn't realize that you've done it. Yeah. Is it hardy enough that if you cut it out, but there's still roots in there that'll they're gonna come back. Okay, so you have to pull. But but if you trick it, you might again you might be able to cut through the cambium layer, say like three quarters of the way around. And so it was lived now, and then it would have a good chance to die when it gets hot. It can't move oh. the moisture up and down. Oh. Well, okay. I, 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 think I it, still think it'll sprout. It probably will, but it's, it's oh. a shot. Oh, I don't know. So, you, so you're recommending the cut vine and stump killer, which, yeah. which Trace has basically Me said too. too. Yeah. So that's what I would. Or do. hire somebody, a Boy Scout. Why not? Let them dig, <laughs> let them dig it up. We are big into hiring Boy Scouts. Now, we have put Jerry, more Boy Scouts to work than any other radio show. That 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 plant that you distributed that uh, now did it? What was stock, root stock did it have? That uh, the Calamundin. The Calamundin, yeah, because I. It's it's on its own. It's grown from yeah. seed. Okay, because I. Seedly. Uh, yeah, that has come back, and then I've got one yeah. that's adjacent to it that was a, a, a regular, commercial one that's, it's got the big the thorns about that long. Yeah. So I'm thinking that that one I'm going to cut. Yeah. You want to cut? My satsuma hasn't stopped for a minute. It's now wow. about eight feet tall. Goodness. And, uh, and it's not not the rootstock, huh? Uh, no, no. Help me down. Very cool. Well, I, I was just mainly thinking about uh, that uh, those ones that we know are sour orange. Oh, we'll be getting reports for the next oh, yeah. four or five years. More next ten years. If we live. <laughs> next ten years. But anyway, uh, I, I would suggest that. You, you'll. The chances are for you not to have our sprouts those hackberry sprouts and uh things like that coming up in your hedges and along your fence rows is very thin very uh, uh light so uh, you probably got to you you'll have something to use a cut vine oh. stump killer on so it's not other than the citrus. citrus one or two citrus you have there's always something coming up in my fence oh my god yeah yeah, I uh, I saw something the other day, and someone tried to explain it to me. But you can tell me whether this is accurate or not. So it was along a fence line. It was a new home. Uh, this was a Operation Triage had built it for a veteran, and what they did was along the fence they used decorative rock and they covered it. I mean, so it was kind of you know in and out and in and out, but about two feet out. Uh, and then the grass was planted. And it was like, okay, so why are they doing that? And I've heard two theories now as to why they were, and that was all around the fence. Uh, I've heard theory. You want to hear my two theories? No. Okay. I don't, under, I don't <laughs> yes, understand. Yes, Milton, I do. Thank you. I don't understand. What, what's... So they had a backyard full of grass. Yeah. The only type place the grass wasn't was along the fence line. And what was along the fence line was two feet of, of rock from the fence line to the grass. 
Was it? Was there just a, a white rock type thing? They're trying to keep the in, keep the weeds down. In my mind, they Long can go spray Roundup over the rock if anything comes up through it, and they won't feel bad. So yeah. someone explained: one, they didn't want the neighbor's grass coming into theirs, and two, it rock. was it was because of termites. They didn't want the, the the wood fence touching the it was wood fence touching the ground. Don't ever talk to those people again, Milton. That said, that recommended that. Okay. For which one? <laughs> Both. I think the termite one I've heard before that you don't want the uh, you don't want the termites coming across. You know the swarm across the yard, Milton. Have you ever seen that? What? Termites? You don't want to go out barefooted when the termites are swarming across okay. the yard. I believe that one. That's my theory. To get in the house. I don't think they care about the neighbor's grass necessarily. I don't think so. Well, and I don't. Trace, do you have it, a theory? If it's Bermuda. I stick with my original theory. Which <laughs> is? It makes it easy to spray Roundup to stop anything from coming across or up through it. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it stops termites. Oh, yeah. What? From the wood. Where they there's come a, out of that wood, you can hear We need to talk to Spider-Man. There's, there's a will, there's a way, but I don't see that either. Unless I think the, the idea is that the, the, the fence begins to decay, and if it's yeah. touching the ground, the termites. Oh, okay. oh the termites, they, they jump up. They don't you know, have to jump see. up. It's on the ground. It's not a flea circus. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. All right. Anyway. That's a really good idea, man. <sighs> can we not talk to those people anymore? No. <laughs> We're going to talk to Spider-Man and find out what he says. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. You know, we have those, those poor jumping, jumping ter- termites. Uh-huh. Those poor termites have starved to death on a fence. Those fence posts are so, it's so oh. small and the slats are so skinny. Okay. They want big old decaying wood. Yeah. Okay. Like Two, a house. More so like Louisiana or Yeah. They got flying and jumping termites oh, in Why why do I even ask him? <laughs> All right, two one oh if you'd like to ask him something, call him at two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven. In fact, we will take this opportunity, since we have all the lines open, to take a break. Uh, 210-308-8867. Trace, anything you want to bring up before the break, or can you stay through the... i got to go find out why they called me. Okay, find out why they called you, and we'll talk to you. Uh, we'll come back up when you get through. We'll take a break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, like South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. Lots of great plants here at Millburgers. Lots of pretty color. Uh, we Trace told us yesterday the primrose is still on, is on sale. I forget what it was on sale for. It was like, uh, oh, it was like $1.99. I actually say, yeah, it was, that's what I thought it was, $1.99. Yeah, and so uh, that was the, is that the one with the clown makeup? Yep. Okay. Shows. The colors, how, how many wa- months? waxy colors. Yeah. How long will that last? Until May. Oh, until May? Oh, the that'd be nice. May, well, it depends on how hot, hot, hot it gets. Okay. But it's, uh, it's, I've had pretty good luck with it lasting longer than my cyclamen did. Yeah, with these. I uh, can't believe Calvin said that. <laughs> with, the, with these uh, temperatures going up and down. Yeah, they're really your best choice for... Uh, uh, flower, yeah. Now begonias. And oh, okay. We got some killer 
He's got some killer begonias oh. on the last flat table out there. What All different get, colors. When did we decide on the whoppers? Are they going to come back? Or? Oh, yeah, but oh, not, yeah. not yeah. yet. Just, uh, they we hope last year was a kind of an erratic. There was a big supply for a short time, and those folks that splurged were lucky because there was yeah. never mm. another... I think Trace even said, you know, if you want them, come get them now because I don't know. Yeah. Um, gosh, yeah, they, they they did a wonderful job all all year. Mm-hmm. And then, and it's funny that they finally got wiped out this this little of this last <laughs> couple of weeks. Yeah. So I don't think I should even, I don't think even low-flying birds want what I have sticking out of the ground. No, they're mush. <laughs> they pretty much are mush. Okay, I'll cut them down. Yeah, but you said I could put my onions in there, right? There you go. Okay. They uh, I haven't put yeah, my onions they were, in there. They were pretty, and uh, those people, I, I imagine those people that uh, like to start their own cuttings. Yeah. Oh yeah. They could have started their own whopper begonia cuttings because they're very they eat root very easily. But what happened last year was even in what they quote-unquote greenhouses that they froze back oh, yeah. when it got four or five degrees. Five days. Of, yeah. yeah. Now, did yours come back from last year? I just gave up on mine and planted new no. ones. No, I don't think they came back. back. They're not going to come back. What? From last year. Oh, no, no, I meant from this little freeze we had. Oh. Well, I, w- I was trying to determine whether I had, uh, you know, quite often there are Pagonias will uh, re-sprout the little ones, the semiflorin, and I was trying to determine. It looked like a few maybe had uh, live roots, but mm-hmm. a lot of them looked like they were uh, the root. The roots were filled along with the tops. Oh and, no! Okay. But it, but it's always you don't know for sure on those things. So I I did, I kind of cut I cut them off to give them a little more time to see if they were gonna. Uh, sprout, but I'm I'm kind of with Jerry. I think they're that's the last we'll see of this. Ver- I bunch. think Jerry told me to kiss him goodbye. Yeah, I oh. was right too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut him down and see what happens. Now, one thing about uh, we talked about this Henry Dilbert uh-huh. salvias. That botanist. Yeah, uh, basically, even in the hardest freeze, it just it it just might take the top off of them. Uh, but you need to, and they cut cut these back to the pot, and you can cut those Henry Dilbert salvia down to the ground without that. Oh, okay, they'll come back. I I think I would be inclined with the weather stabilizes a bit. I think I'd be inclined to f- uh, fertilize them with uh, mm-hmm. some 1959. Oh yeah, yeah. They'll they'll. Respond quickly once yeah. the weather stabilizes. I said, didn't somebody? Well, yesterday, yeah, the yesterday. guy came up and yeah, was was confused about what fertilizer to use. So, so from now on, it'll probably be uh, nineteen five nine. Okay, slow release all the way around for everything. James is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Just fine. Working on a cheese dip for the game. But anyway, Yum. I, wanted to, I wanted to get in. Um, Whopper Begonia, I picked one up last year. It did real well. 
and I brought it in and out uh, when it's going to freeze. So it's still in full bloom, a red one with the dark foliage. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, should I, uh, and it's in the shop right now, but it's going to come out tomorrow probably uh, in the sun. Um, if I, do I cut it back and how far, it's, it's big and bushy, how far do I cut it back and when? I'd, you can cut it back as much as you want to. Uh, okay. But I, I would, kill it. I would, <laughs> I would encourage you to root all those cuttings. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. This, now they root very easily, and if you want to speed it up, just uh-huh. uh, use some rooting hormone. Six. Okay. They should root in a in a warm place, uh, a sunny warm place. They should root in ten days at most. Okay. Um, and uh, maybe the six inches at the base of the of the main plant, do you think? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So cut it but down I to mean, six inches, then it'll come out. It'll bush out again. Yeah, and then if, if you're going to use the yeah everything to root. root, root. Yeah, you root everything uh-huh. that's uh, four inches long, four to five inches long. Okay, so I take the leaves off, just take the flowers off. I hadn't done this before. I know I have some perlite. Is that what you Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, those the, those are not as fussy as no they're not as a lot of these other things that we've talked. I about. think they could root if they were leafless, and uh-huh. I think they could root if uh, <laughs> if they sometimes when they they mine in the containers when they leaned on another con- container yeah, and soil in another container. Yeah, yeah. they root real yeah. easy. They'll just root. is that right? Okay, okay. So if I take these cuttings or save them, how deep in the perlite? Oh. Uh, inch or less, inch or, inch or, inch less. or more, okay. just so they stand okay. up. Oh, that's perlite, too. You, yeah, you I'll, I'll, I'll run even faster. Okay. All righty. I'll give that a try, see what happens. You go, okay. in, so you go, go in business. If we can't get any any plants <laughs> this year, you can bring well. something for to Milton and Calvin. Yes, well, for let, sure. Let's see. Let's see what happens first, because I hadn't. I had. I rooted roses years ago, and they were easy. Oh, but that's the thing I rooted. R- roses yeah. are, hard, are hard to root, but oh, uh, not down I here. Mean, I just stuck them in the ground, and they grow. <laughs> I mean, compared compared to, uh, uh, I've never heard him call say roses are hard to root before. <laughs> yeah, I mean he he. he had confidence that Milton was going to write, write a dissertation on it. I got mine to root, but I, uh, I took it out of its little baggie too soon. But those those mm-hmm. begonias, uh, they're sort of like a cactus, a succulent, and uh-huh. they they really root fast. Okay, so if they I cut this begonia down to six inches and the main plant dies, who do I come talk to or bring my wife to talk to? <laughs> well, you've done something to it, so you can talk to anybody you want to. <laughs> okay. Because it's, it's not right. going to go. I mean, it's uh, it's well, you know, good pot and good mix and stuff right there. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, it's done well. It's still doing well right now. Yeah. yeah. How, how'd you fertilize it? Yeah, that's. Uh, generally, I use, and you're not going to like this, the one you call wish to grow, but that the has to grow. I, I use that. Yeah. <laughs> You need to get that wish to grow. Wish it would grow. No, it has to grow. I, I use that on most all my potted stuff. It works well. Yeah, that's that's, uh, well, that's a weak fertilizer. I mean, uh, it has good fertilizer. Well, but what I do is I use it every time I fertilize, not every two oh, weeks yeah. or whatever it is. 
I use it I use it half strength or full strength every time and it doesn't burn anything. It just makes everything yeah. grow good. You know what Alrighty. won't burn won't burn either and will keep that plant growing all year without being fertilized? What's that? Osmocote. Copious amounts? Copious amounts of Osmocote plus. Yeah, I don't I don't want to repot it. Can I just put that on the surface of the pot? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. That's all I do. I will do I will do that then. Okay. All right. A lot of people I'll give a lot it a of people a lot, right. of, a lot of people say that uh, I mulch with Osmocote. Okay, you, I'm, I'm, the, I'm never, the one who said you never, you never burn a plant with it. Yeah, I picked up those bags, and so I got a lot of Osmocote. Plants. I don't want to hear that. I remember. All righty. All right. We'd have never taken his call if I'd have remembered. 210-308-8867. And he won't tell me when. No, no, no. He did. What? I, I, 210-308-8867. <laughs> he told you to tell me? Yeah. I'll tell you later. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show. Uh, Don is on the line. Hey there, Don. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. How about you? We're doing okay. It's trying to warm up. The yeah, sun's kind of sneaking I'm... onto the porch a little bit, too. That helps. Yeah, I'm trying to finish out my raised beds and last week i went down and poppy is 95 years old plus oh my goodness yes yeah, she's poppy. getting along poppy. oh poppy this is okay. poppy's friend yeah my buddy and my girlfriend yeah and 95 the, huh yeah 95 plus she turned 95 last year she's looking at 95 now i talked to her son <laughs> that lives around a quarter with me i guess you'd say yeah did you yeah. did you did you tell her we could talk about it all the time yeah yeah i told Good. her that and she was you know she's at that age now like the rest of us we start repeating ourselves if you know what i mean i'm sorry what <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought you were going to say. Uh-huh. Yeah, I made I made a run over to David's Seed and picked up some seed this week. And you know, I, I'm used to growing big plots, and now I have to downsize because I'm raising doing raised gardens instead, where I only need 25 tomatoes instead of you know 700 tomatoes. There you go. Wow. Did they have potato seed potatoes? No, no, no. They didn't have any potato seeds. In this local area in Devine, you got to go over to Somerset. You got to go to Jupy Mills. Huh. They might yeah. have some, and Phoenix might have some. I mean, right. when we don't drive as much as we used to, well, we kind of it in about a forty-mile circle. Yeah. Well, what what tomato seed did they have? Did you get any? Oh, when I went over to David's Seed, they had 50 different tomato seeds. <laughs> they had Juliet's, they had the purple That's pears, good. and then the homesteads, and then all the yeah. beef steaks, and then all the exotic ones. But the thing is, is there's, they, they package them where there's only 25 seeds per package. Yeah. For, yeah. for the people that, like, you know, that are downsizing, we got more tomatoes than we know what to do with anymore. Well, that just because there's 25 seed per packet doesn't mean you're going to get 25 plants. 
I know. That's the reason why I, I did two different packages, and then I threw in some beefsteaks and a little bit of homestead to fill in the slot. So I have the bigger ones and the, the little smaller little smaller okay. tomatoes. Have you grown beefsteak before? Yeah, I've done them before. I prefer the homestead because I can go from spring until freeze. Right. Even if I get smaller tomatoes, at least I'm getting a tomato. You're doing good. And then okay. I, I, I heard y'all were talking. I heard y'all were talking about the Medina products. They're they're pretty good. I I do a lot of Medina products because I do a lot of molasses into my into my soil in order to try to get rid of all those things that we don't want to see. You know, the nutgrass stuff. Where you and you have grow. success with that? There's a what? I said you have success with that. Yeah, it actually works good. good, except what I do, when I do the garden in the back, I put out the uh, molasses in a 100-gallon tank, and I chisel it in, and I spray it as I'm chiseling, but I do it six times a year. That I'm building back as I'm going, and I'm adding... To the soil and breaking the clay too. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, just thought uh, I'd let uh, you know. Yeah, what? I just thought I'd let you know what you know what's going on. Yeah, okay. thank you. That's a our, for, our, our poppy report. Yeah, thanks for talking. Not to the poppy flower, but the person. All right, I'll call you in next week. See what the heck All right. going on. Okay. Hey, All right. I'll see you later. Bye. We can make. We should make Poppy a pie. <laughs> have have Don come get it for her. Yeah, surely her. <laughs> oh, kinfo. Yeah, she'll look at it. She'll go, this looks like nothing. I'm Milton. <laughs> what is what is this? All right, we got about three minutes left. So two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. If you got a question, you can sneak in right now. Now, with the ten percent off. Uh huh. It's if you go. Go to the said Mill Burgers. The tomorrow. big game sale. It's on tomorrow too. On tomorrow too. So that means you can come in and get 10% off of the new tomato? I think so. And, it uh, says no, no grass or no, no labor transactions. Yeah. That's all it says. And so... Uh, what's the new tomato name? The new tomato name is Rodeo Tomato for 2022. Uh-huh, is? And it's a STM 2255. Yeah, see, tomato. And a complete write-up and pictures on plantanswers.com. And it's in the information index. And, and we got we got, we got plenty, but hurry. They they sold really quickly. He had to order more. Oh, did he? Yeah, okay. he said he had 10 flats, and I think he was down to four when I visited here <laughs> on yeah. Friday. And so he got people, more in. People like to participate in that rodeo. Yeah, they do. That's a big thing. But anyway, that's... Uh, that's on plantanswers.com. And we've still got the... Lots uh, of geraniums. Yeah. yeah. Are geraniums uh, easy to, to root to? If they can you Are they one of those just sticking yes. around things? Yeah. Okay. And what, are you going to get some and root some? No, I just... Uh, I, I was making... Someone told me that, and I was making sure they were right. Was it the same one that said no, about... No, it's not the, not the same person. Up? Not the same person. Give me that name. No. Come on. No. I want to talk to him. No. I'll be nice. 
<laughs> as I can be. <laughs> okay, yeah. I left that out. Yeah, uh-huh. All right. Got about a minute. Uh, anything you want to bring up before we uh, call today? No. Uh, we're going to, I guess we need to, people are getting into the pruning. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, that's kind of spring cleanup, isn't it? Yeah, well, a fruit David tree. David Rodriguez will be here next uh, week talking about spring cleanup. I bet he talks about pruning. Might do it. Okay. <laughs> and there's a Do you have a pruning article? Diagram. We've got articles yeah, right. on plantanswers.com, text and diagrams if you want to see. It's always easier if you got a diagram of uh, uh, pruning, especially a peach tree or plum tree. And the good news is on peach trees, they grow fast, so you uh, yeah. don't have to, get to be a nervous rack. You just... Take some cuts. And, and people, people need to do it before the plant blooms. Oh, okay. So hey, it's we got to go. Easier if you do it. Yeah, Thanks to Shamara. Thanks to you for listening. See you next week on The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.